0: Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin, and eight years ago, my husband and I paid off a mountain of debt, and I share the hows and the whys and the ins and outs of living a debt-free life. Money, much like life, can be messy, and it rarely fits inside of a cash envelope. So if you're ready for some grace-filled money discussions, you have come to the right place. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today I'm going to be sharing some easy to implement, almost like second nature money-saving tips that have come straight from my Instagram community. Um, These are things that you can just seamlessly fit into your everyday life. Some of them may be things you're doing already. Some of them may be things you have never thought about doing before. So there's truly something for everyone in this episode. So grab a notebook or the notes app on your phone and let's get started. But first, a word from today's sponsor, If you're looking for a new way to earn more money each week, let me tell you about Steady. Steady is an app that lets you find side hustles, freelance gigs, and cash rewards right from your phone. The app is free to download in the app store and has a community of over 5 million members currently using it. It's easy to browse gigs that match your needs and fit your schedule. You can apply for more than one opportunity and Steady will help you track your multiple streams of income within the app. And the Employee Insights feature allows you to get a better picture of how much and how often potential employers pay and find a better position for your schedule, income, goals, and skill set. Steady offers legitimate ways to make money and has over 19,000 reviews on Apple with a 4.7 star rating try study today it's free in the app store and google play i put out a call to my instagram community asking what is a money habit that you have been doing for so long you don't even think about it anymore and some of these are so good they are so inspiring and i really think they're going to help you so the first one was buying secondhand, and i have to admit that yes we used to do this more frequently than we do now it used to be that oh our kid needs a tricycle let's look on facebook marketplace oh we want a suitcase, let's look on Craigslist. Oh, we want this, let's go look at the thrift store. And I've fallen out of practice with that and I've gotten back into it because one of my little boys, I realized had no shorts that fit him. I don't know where all of our size 5T shorts went, but I went to America's thrift store and it was fantastic. Have you been, do you have an America's thrift store? The prices are like amazing, the fifty for all the shorts, regardless of size, regardless like women's, men's, tiny little babies, children. $1.50. Thank you. It was great. I got him a truckload of shorts to get him through till November or even December when it will still be very, very hot. Comparing prices. Absolutely. I do this in the grocery store. I will do a price per unit check. Uh, When buying something online, I'm gonna use an app like Honey that pops up and says, hey, you can find a better price elsewhere. Yes, absolutely price comparing in the big things like your insurance is a big deal, when buying a car is a big deal, but it's also can save you money when you're buying little things like birthday gifts on Amazon. Timing shopping to sales and always using coupons plus Rakuten. Yes, and if you are not using Rakuten, I will leave a link below, but also I have discovered a new one and it is fantastic. So it is, it is called Rebates Me and it is a lot like Rakuten, but sometimes it has a higher percentage cash back for when you do your regular online shopping. I will leave a link below. I think they're having a deal right now where you get like 10 bucks for free when you sign up. So I will leave a link below, but yes, absolutely using things like Rakuten honey rebate me when shopping online and then using things like fetch and dosh and ibotta when shopping offline thinking about where i'm gonna put something before i buy it and waiting for 48 hours yes yes this is especially important when you're at target or the thrift store or at a yard sale and you see something cute yard sales you can't always wait but keep that in mind where am i going to put this this is cute but where am i going to put it what am i going to have to get rid of how much time is it going to take to take care of and do i have something at home that already serves the same purpose asking a friend if i can borrow something first even people i barely know love to share lol i've done this This i did this with a vacuum cleaner one time our vacuum cleaner broke and asked my mom if i could borrow hers And then she was like, we have hardwood floors. I don't even need this, just take it. So that was nice. Uh, We have asked people to borrow baby swings before until we figured out if our baby would like a baby swing. Lots of things that just add up over time by borrowing them. Set up direct deposit for savings and investing. I get what's left over. I love this because so many times we just save what's left over. Right? We pay our bills and then save what's left over. And if there's anything there to invest, great. If not, maybe I'll get it next time. This will never work. This will never serve you well. It's never gonna work out the way that you want it to. Instead, prioritize investing in savings and treat it like a bill and have it auto-draft out so you don't even think about it. And then you get to keep any surplus to spend on whatever you want. That is a great strategy, that is a great tactic clever girl online shopping equals put it in your cart wait for 24 hours to buy most of the time I delete and this is what I tell people to do who struggle with online impulse spending open the notes app on your phone if you see something that you want to buy open the notes app on your phone put it in there along with the price kind of how you were feeling at the time and where you saw it and then at the don't buy it and then in five days go back in and if you still want it I mean you can decide but if you keep a running total of how much everything costs that you didn't purchase, it is so much money. Checking in with a budget weekly minimum. Yes, absolutely. Ideally, a money minute every day is what we need to aim for, but if you're checking in weekly, you are doing better than a large portion of the population who is just ignoring their budgets completely. I like a money minute. It takes one minute. You pull up your banking app. You see how much you have in there, what has come out, if there are any errors. You check it against your budgeting app or your budgeting spreadsheet and you're good to go. Groceries online are adding up my totals while I grocery shop. I do feel like grocery pickup has saved us a lot of money because it has cut down on our impulse spending and also I can see it as it totals up while i'm shopping and if it gets to be more than i'm willing to spend i can cut some stuff out or see what cheaper alternatives there are or find some less expensive recipes i've also learned to bulk up recipes so i bulk it up with some cabbage i bulk it up with some lentils i bulk it up with something that is healthier and cheaper i like this so this lady is talking about how they don't have a ton of extra money but we can afford to do $50 a week in our savings account. It's kind of a game for me because I like that in 10 weeks I can have $500 saved up, and usually put it to debt if we have it, or move it to another savings account. That's really awesome. That's that's a good $50 is $50 is a lot because in 10 weeks you will have $500. But even if you can only do $10 a week, in 10 weeks you have 100 bucks, 20. In ten weeks, you have two hundred bucks. Break it down and make it less overwhelming. Meal planning and only go grocery, only going to the grocery store for a big shop. So running into the grocery store to pick up a couple things is a detriment to my budget. I went today to pick up apple juice so that we could reheat a pork loin that my husband made, and I ended up spending seventeen dollars on what. Why did I even freaking buy a bunch of stuff I didn't need? Because I walked past a bunch of things that caught my attention. And remember, $10,000 a year is 27 plus change a day. It adds up fast. Taking food and snacks with me always and everywhere. Yeah. A hundred percent. So on Mother's Day, the only thing I wanted was to go to the beach. It didn't cost us anything to go because I made Subway sandwiches for everyone before we left. Making sure that we have snacks and lunches and everything taken care of is huge. So we are also taking, we have a membership to our gym that includes access to the pool. And so we've been taking our kids to swim a couple of days a week. And making sure that I pack dinner for us to eat after we're done swimming. And so it can be like, you know, broccoli slaw and sandwiches or like little turkey roll ups. And fruit salad, but making sure that we have something fun and healthy to eat when we're done swimming, and we're not running through Chick-fil-A and spending $54 at Chick-fil-A because that's how much it cost if you have family of six there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I pay off something, this is my real-life friend Trisha. When I pay off something, a car, I start setting those payments to a savings account, and we talked about this in a video recently. That that's basically what any debt payoff method is: is that you take the money that you were using to pay off a debt. And once you've got that money, like you you focus on, like say you have a $5,000 credit card debt and you put any extra money you have towards that debt. And then once you get that paid off, you take what you were putting towards that debt and you put it towards the next one. Well, when you get out of debt, take that money that you were spending on debt and put it towards a goal, put it towards a down payment, put it towards retirement, put it towards a savings, put it towards vacation, whatever it is. Just put it for something. Every time I pay with my card, it automatically transfers. I've set up my bank account so that every time I pay with my card, it automatically transfers $5 to my savings account. I feel like if you're keeping up with it, that's a really good strategy. Okay, so that's it. I would love to hear from you. What are some simple ways that you are saving money? You can find me on Instagram at Lydia Sin and YouTube at Lydia Sin. And you can also find me at life.com backslash podcast where you will hear this and any episode you may have missed. And here's my call to action. If you would leave a review, I would love it. Five-star reviews make my day. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, you can swipe over the artwork and leave a review right within the app. And that is how people find this podcast. And we can keep creating this community of people who are working on those debt-free goals. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you soon.